Good evening. I'd like to welcome you to Forks of Elkhorn Baptist Church. Thank you for joining us for this midweek time of devotion and prayer. If this is your first time joining us, we welcome you and we pray that you would be encouraged as we share a time of devotion and prayer together. Before I begin tonight, I would like to say a special thank you to Bill Adcock, Leighton Levy, and Don McCormick for leading services so beautifully as my family and I were able to get away on some vacation time. I want to thank you, church, for allowing me and my family some special time, needed time together. It's always great to get away, and as I often say, it's always great to get back home, but I'm so thankful to be here tonight, and I appreciate you tuning in as well. I also want to say a special thank you to my wife, Kelly, who led prayer meeting a couple of Wednesdays ago. And I want to kind of follow up on what Kelly talked about. If you remember, if you were able to join us, my wife Kelly shared about Who, Who, Who Are You? A game that my dad and I played when I was little when we would make allies, putting our heads together in our eyes. And then he would ask, Who, Who, Who Are You? And I shared that at my dad's Celebration of Life service as well, but last time, Kelly shared about how we often are given names or called names that many times we uh, allow that to determine who we are, but really our identity is in Christ and we get meaning from Him. We are children of the Most High God. We are children of the king and tonight i want to follow up by talking about names just a little bit and and maybe you're watching tonight and and you are at odds with a family member or a spouse or a co-worker or a friend and and maybe there's been some name calling and and maybe you've been hurt and you've been uh, frustrated and discouraged you felt defeated and I want you to know tonight that the enemy is not that family member. That enemy is not your spouse or your coworker or your friend or teammate. But the real enemy is the devil. And tonight, just for a few moments, I want to talk about the many names, some of the names that the devil has been called through Scripture we learn through scripture that a name often reflects the character of a person and the same is true for our enemy. And tonight, if you have your Bible, you can turn to some of these passages with me. But first, if you would turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 5, the first name of the devil that we want to look at tonight is the name the devil, which means slanderer. And we read in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Again, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring 
lion looking for someone to devour. A couple of years ago, some of you went through a study by Priscilla Shirer called The Armor of God. And tonight I'm going to use some of Priscilla Shirer's definitions of the names of the devil. First, the devil means slanderous. The enemy's intention is to defame and malign the character and intentions of God and others. He will whisper lies in hopes of denigrating God's reputation, which in turn will diminish your confidence in God and cause you to mistrust his direction. I believe during this time that we've been through such a challenging time for for all of us, that the devil has been attacking in one form or another. Maybe he's attacked you with depression, or maybe he's attacked you with loneliness, or, or maybe he's attacked you with anger. Maybe he's attacked you by feeling insecure, or maybe he's attacked you with some health issue, or maybe not being able to sleep at night and and I certainly can relate to that. Even while we were away on vacation, I had a lot of nights where I was tossing and turning. And, and as you've heard me share before, I would pray and ask God if he has a message for me. Or I would just start praying as I felt that the devil was even attacking while I was trying to sleep. And in First Peter, which Peter writing to the church that had been scattered, uh, because of their faith in Christ, they were being persecuted in many different ways. He said, "Be sober and of, uh, or be sober and alert, or be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, is prowling around in our homes, in our workplaces, prowling around in relationships, looking for someone to devour or to destroy." And so one of the names tonight of our enemy is the devil, which means slanderous. But then another name of the devil often we hear is the name accuser. And if you want to turn with me over to Revelation chapter 12, verse 10. It says, Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. That's an example that the accuser works all the time. Just as we know the Lord promises to be with us always, we know that the accuser, which is the devil, which means, accuser means one who condemns. And Priscilla Shirer defined it this way. The enemy seeks to weaken the believer's confidence and influence by conveying condemnation and guilt. He points out and constantly reminds you of sin and mistakes in order to cripple the believer with discouragement and shame. Are you discouraged tonight? 
Do you feel guilty? Do you feel low self-esteem? Do you lack confidence? Know that the devil, the accuser, will work to try to destroy us, to discourage us, to defeat us in many different ways. Maybe even now you feel like the accuser is causing you guilt or causing you shame. And no, that's not of the Lord. That's of the devil. And in this passage out of Revelation, it says, who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. We know that through the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the devil has already been defeated. So he's fighting a losing battle. So we should not live in defeat. We should live in victory because the battle belongs to the Lord and the battle has already been won. Be encouraged in that tonight. But then another name that the devil that the devil or the accuser is called is the father of lies, the father of lies. And if you have your Bible, you can turn with me to John's gospel, chapter eight, verse 44. Jesus said, you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. When I want to share what Priscilla Shower said. Father of lies means liar and falsifier. She went on to say the enemy's character contains no truth and light. When he speaks and acts, he will always seek to falsify and deceive. He will blatantly and unapologetically misconstrue the truths of your personal reality and circumstance. He will also seek to mislead you with inaccuracies regarding God, his word, and his plans for you. And so tonight, maybe the father of all lies, this falsifier, is, is feeding you a lot of lies, lies about yourself or lies about someone else that you think they are saying, the devil will deceive you and try to deceive me, play mind games with us, which are not true at all. I've, I've told you before, maybe you've been into the grocery or or in Walmart or somewhere, and you see someone, and and uh, you think they're avoiding you, or or you think they're talking about you, and and uh, it may have zero to do with you, but yet the devil puts these thoughts in your minds, and he begins to deceive and and try to lie to you to make you think they are saying something about you, or or they're avoiding you, and. And we have to, to get those thoughts out of our hearts and minds. And also, I want to share something with you. Before we went on vacation, or actually, as we were already on vacation, my wife Kelly remembered to call the credit card company and let them know we were going to be on vacation because a couple of three years ago, because we were 
out of state and we were making some purchases or using our credit card, it was uh, closed off or shut down. And it was because they thought it, would been, it had been stolen because we were out of state. And we know that there are people out there that try to steal people's identity and that there are people out there who are scammers and they are lying to people, deceiving people, trying to take advantage of loving, good-hearted, even wonderful Christian people. And I just want to say a special warning to some of our senior adults. There are scammers that will call you daily or try to contact you on social media Please be very careful, be cautious. I have known people in past times that have lost thousands of dollars to people that are lying and deceiving. And we know that that's not of God. We know that Jesus said in, in John chapter 8, verse 32, and you shall know the truth. And he's referring to himself and the truth will set you free. In John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus described himself as saying, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So tonight, know that the devil is a liar and the father of all lies. And you have to, to be on guard for folks who will lie to you or deceive you and try to... Uh, even uh, take advantage of you if you're not careful. But then there's another name that often the devil is called, and you will be familiar with the devil as the tempter. And we know that even Jesus, back in Matthew chapter 4, was tempted, beginning with verse 1. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit, and to the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And you remember, he would go on to tempt Jesus two more times in this passage. And then Jesus shared these words in verse 10. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. And maybe tonight you're being tempted. You're being tempted by a person. You're being tempted by a substance. Uh, you're being tempted by an addiction. You're being tempted to do something that you know is not from the Lord. And Priscilla Shirer defined tempter as one who tempts people for enticing them to sin. The enemy seeks to mislead your passions so that you will seek to fulfill them in perverted, illegitimate ways. He'll intentionally set 
personalized temptations in your path that are distorted variations of God's gift gifts to you. And so tonight, if you're being tempted, and you know if you are more than anyone else except for the Lord, you know if you're being tempted. And maybe you need to say what Jesus said, away from me, Satan. And when Jesus said that, the devil left and the angels came and attended to him. And, and I believe with all my heart tonight that when we say to the devil, away from me, that, that he will leave us for a period, he'll be back. But know that the, through the Holy Spirit, and through even the presence of God's angels, he attends to us and puts a hedge of protection around us. But we have to be willing to draw near to him. And, and that's another passage that I hadn't planned on sharing tonight, but it just reminded me of it. And it's found in James chapter 4, beginning with verse 7. James wrote, Submit yourselves then to God, Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. And so I think about we are to submit ourselves completely to God, and we are to resist the devil and to draw near to God, and he will draw near to us. So tonight, when we're thinking about names, we think about the name of our enemy. Again, it's not our spouse, it's not our family member, it's not our friend, it's not our coworker, it's not our coach, it's not our teacher, it's, it's not our neighbor. The real enemy is the devil, and he takes on many names, and and uh, I may next Wednesday night even talk about some of the other names that he is called, but know that he is the master of disguise, and, and maybe he's been working on you. Maybe it's been causing, again, he's been causing a problem in your marriage or, or in your finances or at work, or, or maybe even in your restful sleep, he's, he's trying to cause you not to be able to sleep at night and and he's putting thoughts in your minds and causing you to feel a less than your best or insecure or or maybe he's causing you to lack confidence or not feel good about yourself these are all from the devil these are not thoughts from god and and know that i'm preaching to myself tonight too i'm talking to myself and and i know that the lord gave me this tonight and for no one else he gave it to me, but I pray that he's given it to you as well. And so uh, I hope these words will encourage you tonight and and that we would uh, be on alert, be self-controlled and alert because the enemy, our enemy, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour, destroy. So uh, let's be aware that we might need to just say, away from me tonight to Satan and to draw near to God and allow him to draw near to us. 
You should, if you're on our email prayer list, be receiving uh, the prayer list. And there are many different names we want to remember tonight. We lift up folks that are still grieving the loss of loved ones. We want to lift up folks that have been and are in the hospital, uh, some of which I just found out about today. Uh, we want to remember uh, those that have been in the way of this latest hurricane that God would put a hedge of protection and there would not be uh, lives lost. And again, for those families that suffered loss in this tragedy in Miami and ask for God to bring comfort and healing to those families. And, and we just pray for so many that are battling, again, some form of cancer or some form of illness or people recovering from surgeries. We lift them up and we want to pray for Vacation Bible School that will begin uh, next Monday that God would just bring a great uh, harvest of children that will come to know Christ or seeds that will be planted and families that will come to know Christ. Nice that you be in prayer for me as I prepare to share the vision God has placed on my heart for us moving forward. I shared with you several weeks ago that I wanted to wait uh, till the right time and, and didn't want to do it at a time when maybe a lot of people would be away on vacation. But uh, I pray that you'll be able to join us this Sunday at 8 30 and 11 as I'll be sharing the vision God has placed on my heart pray for me be in prayer for our church as we move forward and I pray that you would be open and receptive and that you would be understanding that we're going to try some things and and if it is not uh, successful we'll go back to the drawing board but I pray that you will give it a chance as I'm excited about it and know that God is is leading and he's in control and i know that he has a, a great plan for us to come out of the wilderness or out of this uh, last year and a half that we've been through so um, i ask at this time if you would just join me as we go to the lord in prayer god thank you for being a faithful awesome god and we know lord from your word that greater is you that is in us than he that is in the world. And we know that's the devil. We know that that's the accuser. We know, God, he's the father of lies and he's the tempter. But we know, God, he is our real enemy and he has already been defeated. And Lord, if there are people tonight that feel as though they are under attack, I pray that, Lord, they would resist the devil and they would draw near to you. And they would even say out loud, maybe even now to say, away from me, Satan. And Lord, that they would be attended to by your Holy Spirit and by your angels. And Lord, I pray that Satan would have no glory or victory in all these situations. But only you, God, would reign supreme because we know we have victory in Christ. Lord, I pray for folks tonight that are grieving, that you would just comfort them, wrap your loving arms around them, give them a gentle peace that passes all understanding. God, be with folks that are 
going through treatments, folks, Lord, that are uh, recovering from surgery, folks, Lord, again, that have suffered loss. Uh, Lord, I, I pray for a, a family that I just found out today lost a, a brother um, and a, a, a young lady on a motorcycle in an accident today. And I pray, Lord, you would comfort uh, that family, that they would feel a peace. Lord, I, I pray for Vacation Bible School. I'm, I pray for Mary Rainwater and all of our volunteers and teachers that will be leading for all the beautiful children, Lord, that you're going to bring. And I'm excited that the number continues to grow of, of children that are coming. May many children come to know Christ or have seeds planted, Lord, that that they would come to know you one day, or, or maybe their families would come, Lord. Father, I, I pray for this Sunday that you would bring a great uh, crowd of people here, Lord, that are excited about the future here at Forks, and, and Lord, that they would be open and receptive to hear this uh, coming out of the wilderness plan, that you would give me the words, Lord, and that you would have a special anointing of your Holy Spirit upon me as I share, uh, because, Father, I want your will to be done and not mine, and, Father, I want this to be uh, your plan, and again, not my plan, and, Father, I feel that you have given me and us this plan, and so help us, oh God, to, to follow your lead. And Lord, I just pray again for every person watching tonight. You know what their needs are. Father, bring comfort to those that are brokenhearted. And Father, bring, uh, again, strength to those who are in a vulnerable place, a weak place. And Father, I, I pray for people that are struggling with addiction, that they would be delivered tonight and that they would draw near to you to fill that uh, that addiction, that hunger, that thirst that they have, they would fill that uh, void, God, with you and your spirit. Father, I just pray for marriages to be reconciled and healed. Father, for people struggling financially, may uh, monies and resources come from places they never dreamed or imagined to meet their needs, Lord, because you are a great provider. And Lord, I just thank you for the time that my family and I were able to get away. I treasured those special times with my wife and my children. Uh, they are all gifts from you. And God, I'm grateful for the opportunity to serve as pastor of this church. It's a gift, Father, for me to be able to serve in this wonderful place with these wonderful people, Lord, that I love, and I pray your blessings upon each one of them, whatever's going on tonight. May they know they're not alone, that you promised to be with them and, and to be with me and us. So, Father, we just love you so much, and we thank you for loving us, and we pray all these things by faith in the strong and holy and powerful and victorious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. And as I shared a moment ago, a moment ago, I hope you will join us this Sunday at 8:30 or 11, as I'll be sharing this plan. And 
And I hope that you would be uh, here with expectant hearts, anticipating uh, to hear a word from God and that we would all be drawn closer to him. I ask that you would uh, consider being a volunteer for VBS, even though many of you have already stepped up, we still could use more volunteers. And I ask that you would contact the church office or Mary Rainwater if you are interested in being a part of VBS and working with the children. And also, if you uh, would be praying about potentially uh, leading a discipleship class or a small group, and I'll be talking a little bit more about that on Sunday, but if you feel called to teach or facilitate in any of these areas, please let us know. We could sure use your help. Uh, this is a team effort, and as a family of God, we all have different roles and giftedness and responsibilities, but we form a beautiful team and a family working together for the cause of uh, glorifying our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And And I hope tonight again that you have received a blessing, and, and if you don't know Christ tonight, it would be my privilege to get to speak with you or to pray with you about your decision. If you would contact me either through email or a phone call, or if you would like to speak with me about joining this church family, it would be my joy to speak with you about being a part of this wonderful church family. And or if you would like to speak with me about any spiritual decision, please feel free to contact me. But again, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I look forward to seeing you this Sunday. And don't forget how much we love you and God loves you too. Have a wonderful night. Hi, Forks family. We want you to know that we need you. We need you. We want you. We need you. We need you to be a helper in our class. We need you to help teach VBS. We need you to help us in the nursery. We need you. We need you. We need you. We need you to sing with us. We need you to laugh with us. We need you to play with us. We need you. We need you. We need, we need you. you. We need you to pray with us. We need you to teach us about Jesus. We need you. We need you. <laughs> we need you. We need you and you.